0: hey it's your guys from the full sport press podcast we have a full sport press hoodie giveaway to start our weekly fsp newsletter
1: all you have to do is sign up located in the link tree in the bio of the full sport press ig page the link will be live for the next two weeks
2: So just submit your email to the link tree that says newsletter sign up in the bio and you will be entered in to win a full sport press
0: hoodie. That's right, man. Just follow these simple directions for the next two weeks. And don't forget to tell a friend.
2: To tell a friend.
0: To tell a friend. friend That the revolution will be podcasting.
2: Did a lot for the wins came in a drop on the 10 now we on top top once again yeah 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 i had to tighten the plan yeah i got it right in the end yeah. now we on top top once
1: again i don't want it if it ain't love if it ain't get it away from me, who you gon' jack if it ain't us? L.A.B.B. to the bakery, some niggas mad that I came up. I know my
2: granny to pray for me, it was just us in the vacancy. We had to get it from A to B. Girls never felt like this, two seats in the hills, Blue sheets for the mills for the You are now listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast, featuring hosts, Shea Hove, Chef, Weezy, and Coach Locke. Please enjoy the show.
0: Greetings and salutations. I would like to welcome everybody back and some of you for the first time to the full sport press podcast, the premier sports podcast for the consummate sports fan. And this is your one stop shop for all sports related news and topics. I am J.O. It's
2: your boy, Big Jeff.
0: Weezy's out on assignment. Shout out to Weezy. We'll see you next week. My guy.
1: Coach like back in the building. Say what's up, Cal. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Fellas. Everybody doing all right. Yeah, man, we here, yes, man. Another week for sure. Yes, yes we are.
0: Yes, mm. we are. Jeff, how you doing, man?
2: Good, brother. No, yeah. no complaints. No complaints. You looking well?
0: Hey, man, I got a haircut. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, dog. <laughs>
2: yeah, last last
0: year, got a haircut. I feel you. Some, like
2: some you know things man. make you do
0: it. I get it. I get huh?
2: it. Some things you got, you can't avoid it. Sometimes I, I feel.
0: Hey, man, it. I tried. I fought yeah. the fight. I was the last one standing. Literally, Literally. I made it. Literally. Sorry. Literally, literally. literally. <laughs> now, you should have seen when I took off my hat, my barber. The look on his face disgust, fear, the fear <laughs> that he encountered cutting my head. Now, nah, shout to be Moody, man. My God, man. Episode three hundred and forty-two, man. We're handing out the twenty-twenty NFL mid-seasons awards,
2: FSP style.
1: Always FSP style. You better damn know it, coach. And you better damn believe it. Let's kick it off, man. Best of the week, Coach. What you got? Man, we talked about this a little bit in the past episodes, but it's official now that the NBA will restart in December. So I'm glad we're going to get that basketball here real soon.
0: Sure. Most definitely, man.
1: Christmas
2: Day hoops, man. Christmas Day hoop.
1: Hook or crook. <laughs> the NBA finna get it going, ain't it? <laughs> <Sure.
0: laughs> Jeff, what you got? Best of the week, buddy.
2: All right, man, so Canelo Alvarez has finally split with Golden Boy in the zone. We talked about that a little bit earlier. So he hasn't fought in about a year, and it's looking like his first fight is going to be December 19th against Nashville's own Caleb Plant.
1: That's big for that boy. Heard that here
2: first. Heard that here
0: first.
1: Breaking news, yeah. right there.
0: Hey, man, had to put the breaking news behind that for sure. That's a big deal, man. My best of the week is the Pittsburgh Steelers. They bought dinner for election workers on Wednesday night. The caterer, the Goose Express, delivered enough food for sixty-five people. So, shout out to the Steelers, man. Classy move by
1: the Steelers. That's all right, yeah. yeah no, cool. man,
0: it's Worst of the week, coach. What
1: you got, man? Injuries to my Niners, man. They just keep piling. I've never seen anything like it. Never mm-hmm. in my life have I seen a team be as injured as my 49ers, man. Anytime you go into a game and you don't know if you're going to have any wide receivers on the roster, you know it's bad.
0: Yeah, for
1: sure. $80 million on the injury reserve.
0: That's nuts. That's, yeah, that's nuts. For sure. Jeff, what you got worse of the week?
2: Uh, keep it in boxing. Uh, young Deontay Wilder is uh, making more wild claims about Tyson Fury. Allegedly, his gloves were loaded. In the fight, on top of wearing his larger-than-life costume to the ring, Tyson Fury's gloves were loaded. That's what happened. Look, Deontay, you lost, baby. You lost. Yeah, You can't make these claims. Even if the gloves were – I've seen all the videos saying that it looks like his gloves were a little bit lesser of a weight than Deontay's were. I've seen the videos. It looks promising. But, Deontay, you can't say this. You just got to take the
0: loss. Take the L. Most definitely, man. Shout out to Deontay White. He got to get back in there, get a W. My worst of the week is Lamar Odom, man. Allegedly, man, L.O. has relapsed, broke off his uh, engagement with his fiance. She stated that he desperately needs help, end quote. Godspeed to L.O. Hope he gets the help that he needs, man. Praying for you, dog. That's rough, man. Yeah, that's... Whew.
1: Man, yeah, I man. Thought, he was, thought he was all right, man. You, I, was I thought right. he was on the on the yeah. up and up dog he was all right too that's the crazy thing he was all right and now just goodness yeah that's, Super tough. Yes. that's tough yeah that's tough shout out to him man and make sure y'all check us out on itunes facebook ig google play stitcher spotify beyond pod youtube and of course the soundcloud page to catch up on the full archive of past episodes of full sport press how do you do that Just search for Sport Press Podcast. When you get through doing that, make sure you check out the On Deck TV Hip Hop Podcast with Animal Brown and Spike Blue every Wednesday. The latest issue is up, the Rapper Athletes episode, where they interview running back, NFL running back, Jonathan Hillman. So y'all make sure y'all go check that out to get a perspective of rappers slash athletes doing it all together. Yeah,
0: man. Everybody wants to be a rapper. Everybody wants to be an athlete. That guy's lucky enough to be able to say he did both for sure. Facts, most definitely, man. Fresher than your average podcast. Featuring myself and my dog, Animal Brown. It's a self help fashion podcast directly related to improving everyday fashion. We have a new ig live. The last one up this is the one with the lousy NY. Check that out. Pull up on us on the IG page. Also available on youtubecom realville Where your kicks, man. Cop responsibly, and why are you doing that? Cop from us, the Real Ville family Patreon page. We have Full Sport Press on Deck TV, Fresher than your average, and much, much more. Be on the lookout for our Patreon family page. We're going to put up some sneak peeks up on our feed to see what that sounds like. If you're interested, support the team for sure. Jeff. Yes, sir. You are up, man. Ten good wrestling seconds. Ready to start the clock. Let's do it. Let's do it.
2: I Man, it's been 30 years, guys, but Undertaker debuted 30 years ago at the Survivor Series. All right. So it's only fitting that this year, the Thanksgiving tradition, Survivor Series is going to be Undertaker's last moment, I guess. They, have, they haven't announced if it's going to be a match or if it's going to be just a send off. But it's 30 years, you know, to the Undertaker for being one of the biggest stars in wrestling history. Can't wait to see it. So shout out to the Undertaker. Make sure you check us out each and every Thursday. When I say us, I mean the 808s and Chair Shots podcast myself. Shout out to Neep. Uh, we kept the Memphis and Nashville jokes to the minimum this time. But, you know, we're still rolling. You get your wrestling fix each and every week, man, every Thursday.
0: Sure, man. Now, tweet us with questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. do don't forget to comment and give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page, on the iTunes page. Please rate and subscribe. And more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend.
2: To tell
1: a friend. To tell a friend.
0: That the revolution will be podcasted. And before we get started, the first half, Jeff, (laughs) do you have a yellow box of Cheerios award recipient for the listeners?
2: I do, Jay. It is going to be Wendell Carter Jr.
0: Yep, yep. The Chicago Bull man. Bulls big man, Wendell Carter Jr. Got caught being a little horny on the Twitter timeline. And Twitter had a field day. Rapper, wild and out regular, Justina Valentine uploaded a link to her calendar and Wendell told her to check her DMs. Not once. Mm -mm. Not twice. Mm -mm. But three times.
1: A lady.
0: All within one minute. (laughs) Big morning, man. To be fair, we didn't see the DM, so we don't know exactly what was going on. He might have been telling her something very important. But he also did say
1: that his Twitter was hacked. I don't know. See, he wouldn't have said that. He might have been all right. But when you say that, I was with
2: him until the Twitter got hacked.
0: You got hacked, bro? No, nah. No, nah. no, no. You're just horny. You was horny. You just, yeah, yeah. just mad That's Yeah, Mad horny. Be patient, young fella. you in the <laughs> league, young fella. What
2: What they say, Jay? <laughs> Let the game come to you.
0: Just be a player of the game, dog. It's going it, to it, come to you. It's going to come a starting center in the NBA. it's are a lottery come. pick, top five pick in the entire draft two years ago. Shit it's like this, call. we got a trade We got a yeah We got <laughs> This lets me know he ain't ready for big games, dog. Nah. Mm-mm.
2: Three Mm-mm. times in a minute?
0: Three times in one minute? He's nah. mental. His mental. His mental ain't there. Mental. I understand we're in a pandemic, <laughs> but my brother. you didn't give a time. Right. Well, a <laughs> minute? She didn't even get the Twitter alert that she had a, a message or a like, right. any of that. None of that. I'm yeah. We just got to get that out to him, man, real quick.
2: We're going to get that out to him. We're going to get that out to him. prime. We're going to prime now. I'm
0: worried about on. him, though, because there's levels of horny and he's teetering a place where there's no coming back from. Y'all. <laughs> 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 you guys ready to get started the first half? Let's do it. Let's get it.
2: The first half is underway. Full
0: Sport Press. First half, the hottest sports news of the past week, like we do each and every week here at the Full Sport Press Podcast. Before we get started, I am J-Ho.
2: It's your boy, Big Jeff.
0: It's your man, Coach Lock. Lock, where can they find you at on social media, my brother?
1: As usual, man. They can find me on Twitter and IG at Lock underscore the underscore great. That's T-H-A. Might do TikTok. Nah, I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. I don't
0: know. I don't know, coach. It's in Mm. your blood. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Rest in peace, boss, man. Uh, (laughs) Jeff, what about you, my brother?
2: You can find me at J-E's 804 across all social media platforms.
0: Most definitely, man. And I'm Jay ho on Instagram and Twitter. Let's have a conversation on Twitter, man. Let's talk about it. How's the,
2: uh, how's the kingdom? Yep.
0: So, uh, Jeff, uh, okay. we have another week of FSB fantasy football. You ready to break that down?
2: Man, it's week nine. Playoff positioning is in full effect. And I am on the schneid Did you hear me? Did <laughs> <This schneid. laughs> Start off with my matchup four and four. Winston's eye exam against four and four big Draco. We both need to win in the worst way. Did you hear me? I am projected to win right now. But we'll see how it plays out. Shout out to Chad, to Draco. Uh, preseason champ three and five. One time for Shane. Versus you choose a side. One time for Weezy. Um, uh, preseason champ is three and five. Weezy two and six. Right now, Weezy projected to get his third win. Shout out to Weezy. Uh, we got the seventy-one TB twelve memory loss. One time for D. Harris versus the four and four. Now watch God. Sean Watson, Sean Watts. this is going to be a barn burner according to projections. We'll see how it plays out. K Star Mike, K <laughs> Star Mike, shout out to Cam, Changed his name to K Star Mike. Cam has been holding on to Mike Thomas since since day one. Won't trade him, won't do nothing with him, can't play him, but he got to keep him. I guess going up against Coach Wayman, this is a big game right here. Uh, Cam is two and six, Coach Wayman is three and five. Both teams need to win. Uh, It looks like Cameron's projected to win that one. And we have Vandalay International one time for Reagan's paying attention now, guys. He's paying attention. (laughs) He's three and five versus Kanye, uh, 2024 now, of 71. Shout out to AB. Reagan's projected to win this one. Again, he's paying attention, setting his lineups, making some moves. Shout out to Reagan. And lastly, we got Show Them TDs one time for Parham. I know he's listening. At three and five versus A Royale with the cheese. Shout out to Twin. Twin is at six and two, and Parham's three and five. And right now, right now, Parham's projects to win this one because Twin was not paying attention and played a running back for the Packers who has COVID in the Thursday night game and forgot to take him out. Shout out to Twin, but he does have DK Metcalf who played against me last week, who gave me a forty-five
1: piece. He out. also has
2: Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson who also <laughs> gave me a forty-two piece. Hmm. You're not. are not winning when you play two players and give you 45 and 42.
1: Yeah, keep, that's what keep happened to me. Hands guy. up, Jeff. Keep I got up. two. It's all I can do. Yep, <laughs> so way that's week
2: nine way. of FSB Fantasy Football Breakdown.
1: So AB is the lead dog in that right now. AB
2: is AB is number one. Twin is number two, and I'm fourth some kind of way at four and four. It yeah, gets ugly. It. it gets ugly after them two. Everybody else is just change. fighting for position.
1: You still got a chance, Jeff. Just get to the playoffs.
2: I'm fighting. I'm fighting, Coach. That's all I can do.
0: Keep fighting, brother. (laughs) Let's keep things within the NFL. The 2020 NFL trade deadline did not produce the kind of action we expected. With very few teams showing a willingness to pay the prices required to acquire the top players available. Several trades were made, though, and they have potential to be really, really detrimental as far as contending teams over the second half of the regular season and the playoffs. Which teams made the right moves? Which teams failed to address their roster's weaknesses? Let's start off with some winners. Coach, who
1: you got as a winner? My first one, I have Avery Williamson. The veteran inside linebacker got out of the depth of hell called New York Jets to the undefeated Steelers. That is how you move. You know, now they can figure out what they want to do because he will be a free agent, but they only going to have to take a $1.5 million salary from him. That's a Tennessee kid,
0: man. He's from West Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure.
2: That's a that's a, De- that's a Devin Bush play right there. Oh, He's yeah. You lose Devin Bush for the year? Yeah. yeah. I'm
0: yeah. going to have to lose him on my man he want too much money. Just what you got, <laughs> man, is a winner. Give me a winner.
2: I got the Tennessee Titans as a winner. Picking up Desmond King for just a six-round pick. Desmond King not too far removed from being an all-pro, I believe. Or all, or, yeah. Pro Bowl, obviously. You know what I mean? Six-round pick for that type of talent. He just needs a restart. I think you got a starter for a six-round draft pick, and I think that's a win for the Tigers.
0: Oh, sure. Bouncing back with a door. They had help, and they needed it in the worst way. The cornerback position, I think that's a great one. It's one of my winners as well. My number one winner, man, is the Seahawks. Pass rush has been trash, Very underwhelming this season. And the defense only tallied just 12 sacks in seven games. So, you bring in a Florida Gator like Carlos Dunlap, employee number 96. He gives the Seahawks much-needed depth and talent on the
1: defensive line. So, big,
0: big win for the Seahawks.
1: Another winner, Coach, who you got? My other winner was the Titans, like Jeff mentioned, man. Desmond King was my guy on Madden last year. I tried to get him this year, but they was not going. So, you know, like you all mentioned, helping – um, a Dory, and then he's going to be able to help on special teams. So they got a win with that for sure.
2: Yeah, I had also I had Avery Williams as well. So Coach had spoke on my my two winners already, but I'll give another one just how you know just off the strength. In the Baltimore Ravens getting in Do- in Gokwe, that was a smart move by them. It's another win now move. To me, anyway, Baltimore solidify no, solidifying that defense even more, giving Lamar Jackson more time just to get his offense together because that offense has to do a little bit better. <laughs> Let's be honest, it hasn't been performing the way it did last year, but they got the defense better, better with that pickup right there.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I had the Titans as well. Um, you bring in Desmond King. In 2018, he was the highest-rated cornerback in the entire NFL. So you have a bunch of players that are injured. You have a bunch of players that just aren't playing at the highest level. You get rid of Vic Beasley. think you maybe could have traded to get, you know, a J.J. Watt or Ngakwe or somebody like that to kind of help you out. So Titans, though, still a winner, man. They need it. They got to get off the schneid. Let's so move on to the losers. Jeff, who you got as your first loser? Young
2: Dwayne Haskins. He need to get out of Washington. They don't want him. He needed to go somewhere where he could at least be a backup, learn a little bit from a veteran, try to figure this out, you know, somewhere like Pittsburgh or something like that. Just try to figure this out because he, he's he's he got the talent. Obviously, Washington is a cluster at this point, and they don't want to use him. And they're not going to give him a chance to grow like Buffalo did, Josh Allen, or, you know, as the Jets are giving Sam Darnold, things
1: like that. So he deserves a chance. So my first
2: loser is Dwayne Haskins.
1: Oh, you mean, like Jay mentioned earlier, man, J.J. Watt. He knows the Titans are in a rebuild mode. He knows he's older. He's getting a little longer than two, and he knows he needs to win now. And the Texans are not going to do that. They are not winning. They've only won one game, and now he's going to be stuck in Houston. So J.J. Watt is definitely a loser because he did not be able to get out of there to play for a contender.
0: I have the New England Patriots. The Patriots weren't real buyers or sellers at the trade deadline. They got Isaiah Ford from the Dolphins for a six-round draft pick. But they still have enough talent or depth at the skill positions to help out Cam Newton, and they need it. In the worst way, they did not address that. They didn't even trade Stefan Gilmore or Jeff's guy Joe Thune. They're already salary in salary cap hell. You didn't do enough to kind of get you a situation where you can land a top-five pick in the draft being in the middle of two scenarios, just not ideal. I think Belichick retires at the end of this year. That's how bad this year was. And you bring in Josh McDaniels. I really do. Another hmm. loser, guys.
2: The Packers, and Will Fuller.
0: Yeah.
2: That was a no-brainer. And the fact they couldn't come to terms with it just shows how much they just trust Aaron Rodgers, but they also don't want to help Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> so I give you that. It's the Packers in it willful. That, that, that should have happened. That should
1: have happened. A.J. Green and Geno Atkins with Cincinnati, man. They're getting old, and the coach that they play for all the years, Marlon Lewis, is definitely not there. And they're in a situation where the Bengals are building from Joe Burrow all the way to the bottom of the team. So, you know, their production has gone down. A.J. Green is not getting the targets he normally gets. So it's bad that they're not going to be able to move on to a better situation. And like J.J. Watt, they're a little older than the two.
0: No, for sure, man. And I'm closing things with the Houston Texans, man, as far as my last loser. Uh, Coach and Jeff, also we've all mentioned that J.J. Watt should have been traded. You lose him for nothing next year. Then on top of that, you have Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks, and Kenny Stills as possible trade candidates, and Fuller and Steels are unrestricted free agents like you. So you you lose both of those guys, just like you'll lose J.J. Watt, instead of getting some type of draft picks for either player. Now you lose everybody for nothing. You got a great chance to figure out to get some draft capital ahead of Tuesday's deadline, and you did not do that, man. Super fail. The Texans, just as an organization, are just running the wrong way, man. Terrible. And I feel bad for Deshaun Watson.
1: That's exactly what I was going to say Because now he really doesn't have anything No L- Lose DeAndre Hopkins And now you're about to lose your other receivers He's going to be in trouble He's going to be down there by himself Right away, And that's yeah. sad
0: Demanding trades and shit for no reason Then if they don't care about you demanding trades They'll trade your ass to the Algonquins <laughs> of the Canadian Football League Then what? Then what you going to do?
2: How on earth do you trade DeAndre Hopkins And not get a one back? Like how do you do
0: that? Bro are you bring in David Johnson at that.
2: How on earth do you not get a one back for DeAndre Hopkins? Like, ain't no way. Ain't no way. I should have drug tested dude, man, for real.
1: Something. He just moved to Oregon, didn't he? Man. <laughs> <laughs> man that's what they did. That's crazy.
2: Well, Oregon said, you know what? Take it off. Do what you want to do. Just do what the hell y'all want to
1: do. Man. <laughs> use it out. Do whatever, man. Now, moving on, keeping it with the NFL. Jimmy Garoppolo arrived as a 49ers franchise quarterback in a big deal from the Patriots only three years ago. He was a Super Bowl starter, couldn't seal the deal, but he suffered his second major injury in three seasons. Is this the time that Jimmy's career ends in San Francisco? All right, so
0: what my front office did, man, we gave ourselves time to kind of figure out, hey, how do we want to do this? So we did it basically a front-loaded two-year deal with Jimmy. We don't have a pick in the second, third, or fourth rounds of the 2020 draft, y'all. We have options now. We could go get Sam Darnold. Extremely affordable, available in the next coming weeks. I think Kyle Shanahan could figure out a way to unlock him. Sam Darnold isn't bad, y'all. He isn't bad. He's just not a situation where he's been used the right way. I guarantee you, Trevor Lawrence is going to look bad with the Jets if he goes there. Or we could go Derek Carr. I know he's it, better than certain situations. going to be cat friendly. I'm just worried to figure out what we're going to do as far as the options. Those are the two options that we had. Jimmy G is the best place to go. We'll stick with him for another year.
2: You left, you left one out that's going to be out there for you. Signed a one-year deal in, in New Orleans. You got James.
0: See, that's the thing, man. Got James. If, if, we, if we shortening up the playbook for Jimmy... That bitch going to be four plays for Jameis.
2: Uh, nah, see, don't do him that kind of way. No, you know I was, love
0: Jameis. This it never favorite. was
2: here. It never was the intelligence. It was the it was sight. No, no, no. It know. ain't got nothing
0: to do with intelligence. <laughs> it's the ability to make decisions, but I would take Jimmy before I would take him. Well, I
2: thought Jimmy had soul.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. Jimmy still got soul. I said we'd stay another year. It was me. we will draft Justin Fields
1: and stick it and figure it out. As of now, we projected to have 20 million in cap space. Now, not include teams that are well over the cap, that still puts us in the bottom of effective spending power. Trading Jimmy when the new league begins will recoup us 24 million against the cap, and we only have to eat 2.8 million of that. Now we're currently four and five with a hard schedule remaining. We still got the Saints, still got Seattle, still got Arizona, so we could get a good draft pick based on our record. But we got to get a high draft pick for this to work. And I don't think even trading Jimmy and the pick that we're going to get because our record is going to be enough to get us high enough to get Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence. Now, there are a few quarterbacks out there that may be able to get the job done like your boy Kyle Trask. He's looking pretty good this year. But under Kyle Shannon, he might be able to be the answer that we need. But we don't know.
0: The thing I worry about with Jimmy is the fact that we haven't really seen him at 100%. Also, with that great offense to go along with that great defense. So I think we bring it back. Run it back one more year, add some pieces at the wide receiver position, we'll be fine.
2: Run it back another year or go get Kyle Trash. someone like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Kiss my ass, Jeff. You guys ready to get started with halftime? Let's do it.
2: (laughs) We're at the midway point. Enjoy all of the
1: halftime festivities.
2: Halftime. In case you missed it. Y'all like my j hove impersonation right there? Coach, your man's, Javante Tank Davis. That's your man's. He made his pay-per-view debut over the weekend. The numbers came in, coach, they look pretty good. At $75 per household (laughs) for this fight, a quarter million buys. Shout out to Javante. Versus Leo Santa Cruz in a six-round knockout viral <laughs> win that came out of nowhere, a left uppercut heard around the world. This was in front of 9,000 people socially distanced inside the Alamo Dome in San, in San Antonio. It was good to hear a crowd erupt pause when that when that knockout happened. Coach Zayho was a star-born This past weekend,
1: the price just went up. You hear me? He hit that man with the Ryu Ken uppercut. Pick one, Ryu or Ken. It don't matter. All you can. (laughs) I was like, man, he almost decapitated that man. It was serious. I I thought the boy was really dead. Like, he was laying. I was like, oh, my goodness. But, hey, man, he gave the fans what they wanted. It was worth the money people spent on the fight. I'm glad my boy finally is getting his due. The price just went up. Yeah, man. Tank
0: was reportedly involved in a hit-and-run accident in South Baltimore the next day when he got back. So it's going to be a test to see how Tank can deal with this marketable situation that he has. He got a million for this event. Santa Cruz, I think, got a million for. Tank has to move out of Baltimore for this to work. 100% hundred percent. If he's going to be this pay-per-view star, he's going to have to change his location to a place that's not home because this is not going to work him in Baltimore. If not, he'll fall off just like Adrian Broner did and it'll be another casualty of war. So yeah, to get to an answer the question, yes, he's a pay-per-view star, but comes with the fact that he has to leave Baltimore.
2: Floyd's got to take him under his wing even more and ensure that he's out of Baltimore now. Like the bags have got to be packed. The moving company's got to be ready to, you know, get going. You got to get him out of Baltimore now. Just because two punt, any hand knockout power with either hand. Six, I mean, oh, the best part about this whole thing is the announcer saying that. Javante thought that Santa Cruz was just going to lay down in front of him and he's in the fight for of his life. And before he could finish the statement, slow singing it in fine blank.
0: Night-night <laughs> season. Night. 22 yep. of your 23 wins, knockouts, yes, dog. That's Tyson level, dog.
2: Yeah, that's Tyson level. Yes, and they keep saying they're going to take him into deep waters in boxing terms. That means take him into the later rounds. Somebody's chin has got to stand up for it, though. And then we haven't found that person yet. Shout out to Javante, man. It was great to see you sure. all. For sure. For sure. You guys ready for the second half?
0: Let's get it. Let's get it.
2: The second half is underway. Full
0: sport press. Second half, episode 342, the 2020 NFL Mid-Season Award Show. Before we get started, I am Jay ho
2: It's your boy, Big Joe.
0: It's your man, Coach A lot. It might seem like the NFL season started just yesterday or late last year. Depending on how you have a grasp of time in 2020, it's week nine of the 2020 NFL season, which means you're officially about to cross the halfway point and heading into the regular season schedule of your favorite team. And my 49ers, as we talked about in the first half, are injured. Jeff's team's pretty good, pretty good. The Titans are pretty good, pretty good. But we got a long way to go before we can crown division champions and truly forecast this year's playoff picture. It's not too early to adjust our preseason picks for all the major awards and accolades. Go back to episode 335. We gave out all of our preseason predictions. Now we're going through every midseason prediction. Let's start off with question number one. Offensive
1: player of the year. What you got, coach? Uh, My preseason prediction was Russell Wilson. I was kind of close, but he won't win this award now because we'll discuss that a little later. But my midseason prediction award, I'm going to go with Pat Mahomes. 21 touchdowns, one interception, team is 7-1. and It's crazy to say this, but they're flying under the radar. They're right back on pace to be back in the Super Bowl. And it's all because of Pat Mahomes and a few additions, but... I think he's going to win this offensive player of the year award.
2: My preseason pick was Lamar Jackson. Okay, um, then this this award normally goes to a quarterback. Unfortunately, <laughs> I think this is the year that changes. Offensive player of the year, Derrick Henry. The most important offensive weapon in the NFL right now is Derrick Henry. I know they had a rough game against Cincinnati. I get it. Take that out. Every other game. If they don't have him, they're not close. They're just not. like He's the offense. I know Tannehill's Hill's having a solid year. AJ Brown is coming along. But Derrick Henry is that team. He's the most important player. Give me Derrick Henry.
0: Of course, my preseason prediction was Kyler Murray. My pick is Alvin Kamar. Very similar to what Jeff was getting into. Um, Michael Thomas missing the bulk of the season. Drew Brees showing signs of decline. Kamara has been the engine to the Saints, man. He leads the league in yards, scrimmage yards, even seven yards per touch. It's helped the Saints get through the injuries, whatever the hell's going on with Mike Thomas. So no one offers as much electricity, versatility, and video game production like Alvin Kamara. This is the year, man, for sure. Next award, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Who you got, coach?
1: Preseason, I had... Joe, cool Joe Burrow. In this season, I have Joe Burrow. You know, he's led the Bengals to as many wins through seven games this season as they had during the entire 2019 season. He leads the league in attempts and completions and is on pace to throw for 4,500 yards, with 22 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. He's also completing 67% of his passes. If he can keep this up, he's going to get this. But there's another guy that's right on his tail by the name of Justin Herbert that if Joe takes a bad few games, he could come in late and steal this award. But I'm going to still stick with Joe Burrow. I
2: agree, Coach. My preseason was Joe Burrow. My midseason is Joe Burrow. The thing is with him, that team is so bad, he's got to throw 30, 40 times a game. Justin Herbert's team, yeah, they have a losing record as well, but they're competitive, though. The Bengals are, you know, kind of competitive, too, but Joe Burrow is throwing for his life. Every game, all games. So I think he's going to put up the numbers where you can't avoid not giving it to
0: him. Yeah, my preseason pick was Jonathan Taylor of the Colts because I knew Philip Rivers' arms wasn't going to hold up. I was correct about that. My midseason prediction is Justin Jefferson with the Vikings. He leads all rookies in receiving yards, has the third highest yards per catch rate among all qualifying receivers. The rookie quarterbacks haven't won enough for me. And I think with Justin Jefferson, as far as being a just a great talent. This is the year of the wide receiver in this draft. You have him, you have T. Higgins. Um, you also, excuse me, have the emergence of Henry Ruggs. So, Justin Jefferson, though, is the better of all these guys. Next one Defensive Player of the Year. Who's your preseason pick and midseason pick, coach?
1: My preseason pick was Miles Garrett, my midseason pick is still Miles Garrett. The Browns are in position to make the playoffs for the first time since 2002, and their defense has a lot to do with it. Who's on pace to have about 18 to 20 of them, which he was doing last year until the incident happened. So with that, I have Miles Garrett, midseason defensive player of the year.
2: Same, Coach. I had Miles Garrett preseason. I also have Miles Garrett now. He has nine sacks, like you said, four forced fumbles. Defense is a force, and they're probably going to make the playoffs. It's got to be Miles Garrett.
0: It does not. My preseason prediction was Aaron Donald, and my midseason prediction is Aaron Donald. Jeff, as well as you know, man, he's a freak of nature playing at the D-tackle position where he leads the NFL in sacks to go along with 11 tackles for loss, three forced fumbles. This guy's been here before. They should totally name this award after him. I think he is the most impactful player on the entire defensive side of the ball. And I think he's number two in the entire NFL. So Aaron Donald, he should win this every year. Moving right along. Defensive rookie
1: of the year, Coach. What you got? My preseason pick was Patrick Queen. My midseason pick, I'm sticking with it. Patrick Queen. He has 48 tackles, two forced fumbles, and two fumble recoveries with two sacks. And he's fulfilling the Ravens' defensive desire at linebacker, which they were missing. So I'm going to stick with my preseason pick of Patrick Queen.
2: Solid pick, coach. Um, I had to do a toss-up on this for myself. My preseason pick was Chase Young. I wanted to go with Patrick Queen for the midseason, but Chase Young is doing just enough for the football team. If you sneaky watch those games, that defensive front scary and is anchored by him, the rookie. He's going to be there for a while. They got that pick right.
0: Haskins is fine, too, Jeff. They just don't have any damn wide receivers and they're not using them the right way. Haskins is fine.
2: Yeah, he got one receiver. Terry Terry McLaurin's side.
0: Yeah, that's it. That's what I'm saying. They don't even have a tight end, man. Right about that. (laughs) Uh, My preseason prediction was C.J. Henderson from Jacksonville Jaguars. Started off really strong, got injured. Um, Can't wait to see what he does when he's healthy. My midseason prediction, Antoine Winfield, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, father played in the NFL, off to a sensational start for Tampa Bay. 45th overall, man. A little undersized, just all around the ball. Needs to be a little bit more consistent, but he's an integral part of the Bucks' young secondary, and that defense is going to be lights out with him and Devin White for years to come.
1: Move right along to breakout player of the year. Coach, who you got? My preseason was Marquise Brown with the Ravens, but he hasn't really been doing a lot. Like I thought he would. Some of that I'm going to throw on Lamar. He's been overthrowing him a lot when he's had a lot of deep ball opportunities that would give him those yards and touchdowns. But my midseason prediction is Daryl Henderson Jr. from the Rams. He has 458 yards, three touchdowns. The Rams are five and three. And last year he only had 147 yards and zero touchdowns. He also has 120 yards receiving and one touchdown to go with that. So he's helping that Rams offense have a little more offensive production. So I went with Daryl Henderson, Jr. from the Rams.
2: Yeah, I owe Daryl an apology, and I'm going to get to that a little bit later on. Uh, so with my midseason, I'm sorry, my preseason pick for breakout player of the year was Kyler Murray. My midseason is going to still be Kyler Murray. I wanted to go D.K. Metcalf right here. It makes total sense because D.K. Metcalf is now a number one, unquestioned wide receiver in the NFL. He's number one. He's wide receiver one. Don't worry about it. Just, just put him over there. He's fine. But Kyler Murray is anchoring that offense. He's doing everything you ask of him. He's making the throws. He's making the right reads. He's making the runs with his legs. Kyler Murray, man.
0: So my um, preseason prediction was DK Metcalf, Seahawks. Yeah, Jeff, got it up my right. Uh, my midseason prediction, I'm going to stick with DK. Making a name for himself. Clearly a number one, like Jeff mentioned. Moving into conversations as far as top five wide receivers in the entire NFL. Top of the league, lead in touchdown receptions with seven, second in yards per reception, fourth in yards receiving. This is a good problem for Russell Wilson. He has Lockett. He now has DK. Got a reliable tight end. This is the thing, man, that you see with DK. The guy have to pay him, and he has to figure out a way to take that nose ring out. But other than that, DK is a baller, man. A baller for sure. Next one, comeback player of the year. Who you got, Coach?
1: My preseason was young Cameron Newton with the Patriots. See how that's going. He's not playing well. Doesn't have a lot to play with, but, you know, that fumble that he had that could have put the musicians out of the game was a real big no-no, and he admitted that. That's what I did like. He did admit that, that that's on him. But I got to go with Alex Smith, man, to see him come back from the gruesome leg injury and to get in the game for the Washington football team was great. Even though he got crushed, it's not his fault, but that's good. It showed that the leg held up through that. So I got to go with Alex Smith for comeback player of the year. Can't argue that, Coach. Uh,
2: Preseason pick was Cam. Uh, COVID happened. Man, This, I'm afraid. We will talk about that some other time, but COVID happened to Cam. Uh, my pre – my midseason pick has actually been Roethlisberger, but it's going to be Alex Smith. It's just – the fact that he even made it on the field, you got to give it to him because that after that injury, my goodness. Alex Smith.
0: My preseason pick was Alden Smith, the Cowboys. He was he started off really good, man. A couple of sacks, like four or five sacks, and now that team's just – everybody's tanking My midseason pick, man – I really want to go with Alex Smith. He deserves all the credit in the world, like you guys mentioned. But to see Ben Roethlisberger flat out play the way that he's playing, and I hate Ben Roethlisberger, um, but the way that he completes nearly 68% of his passes, on pace, 34 touchdowns, after missing the entire 2019 season, he's seamlessly returned himself in the top 10 form in the entire NFL, the quarterback position, man. So can't knock that, but I would much rather give it to Alex Smith for sure. Next up, sophomore slump. Who
1: you got, Coach? My preseason pick was McCole Hardman from the Chiefs. See, that didn't work out. He's performing better than I thought he would. Not off the charts, but not bad enough to be a sophomore slump. But I'm going to tell you who is. Daniel Jones. It's not all his fault because he doesn't have Saquon. He had 3,000 yards, 24 touchdowns, 12 seconds last year. Right now he has 1,600 yards. Seven touchdowns and nine interceptions. So I went with Daniel Jones with the Giants for my midseason prediction.
2: And right, so here's why I owe Mr. Henderson a an apology. So I had Daryl Henderson here as my uh, sophomore slump simply because of the Rams backfield. Um well injuries happened. Daryl stepped in and he's not giving that spot back. He's not, he's the number one r- running back for the Rams. So sorry, I owe you an apology. You playing well, got my fantasy team rocking in, in another league, got us rocking. Got us rocking, man. Shout out to you. But who I will choose is my uh, mid-season pick. I will agree with Coach. And only because I didn't expect much out of this player, but the New York hype, called him Danny Dimes and things like that. And he's he's still Daniel Jones. It's still you can't make the throws that you need to make. I'm pretty sure your GM is about to lose his job at this point. Sorry to say it's Danny Dimes.
0: Oh, Danny Dimes, man. His numbers are worse than Jamarcus Russell. Don't ever let that go. Two years, his numbers worse than Jamarcus Russell. That's the end of discussion. But my pick is Ed Oliver, man. Ninth overall pick, Ed Oliver flashed major upside as a rookie. He's mostly he's just been another guy, just a jag out there, man, in 2020. With Oliver, this setback is huge for the entire defense of the Buffalo Bills. They made their money of drafting, you know, really well in the defensive line. They drafted A.J. Spencer, so he's going to look good there. But Ed Oliver, this is supposed to be the year. And on film, he's just looking like another guy out there, man. And, you know, I love Ed Oliver. So figure it out, Jeff. Figure it the hell out, man. Let's get my boy going.
2: Honestly, can't explain it. It just doesn't look right out there. Yeah.
0: Next question, fall-off player
1: of the year. Who you got, Coach? My preseason pick, Jeff, I got to apologize to your boy, Devin McCourty from the Patriots. He's kind of on pace of duty, did last year. So (laughs) I'm going to go on record and say my bad, Devin, my bad. But my midseason pick is Ezekiel Elliott from the Cowboys. Last year, he almost had 1,400 yards with 4.5 yards per carry with 12 touchdowns. Right now, halfway through the season, He has 521 yards and five touchdowns and only averaging 3.9 per carry. So he's barely on pace to reach 1,000 yards. Behind that offensive line, that's not a good thing. Even though the Cowboys are injured, they don't have Dak, so people can key on them. But, hey, it is what it is. Man,
2: that Cowboys quarterback situation is out of control, but uh, my preseason follow player of the year was Tom Brady. Ooh, boy, I got that wrong. And <laughs> my midseason is going to be not for any fault of his own, but T.Y. Hill. He just, his quarterback cannot get him the ball. I mean, yeah, T.Y. is not getting open like he used to, true enough, but the quarterback's got to be able to throw you open, too, and he's not being able to benefit from that. So my my mid, my mid midseason is T.Y. Hilton.
0: My preseason was T.Y. Hilton. I knew how bad it was going to look because the way it looked last year when he couldn't get open, it's the same T.Y. Can't get any release, any separation. We've seen the best of T.Y. Hilton. But my midseason prediction, Sam Donald. I thought this was the year for Sam Donald. He started out. 2019, 2020, with a spark. You had, you know, Robbie Anderson was there, so he's thinking, all right, you had some some people, Jamison Crowder, Le'Veon Bell's there. Then the season started, and they actually played football with Adam Gaze as their head coach, and he looks like he's not even ready to play football. Adam Gaze will lose this job. He probably will never coach again, just how bad this Jets team has ran into the ground. Some of the greatest players, Jamal Adams, Le'Veon Bell, All-Pro. Then you have Sam Darnold, one of the best young quarterbacks. He looks like shit. He would not be QB1. A mess around not even be QB1 in the entire NFL, and he can blame Adam Gaze for all of that. Not a fan of Adam Gaze, you can tell. Next question is
1: Coach of the Year. Coach, who you got? Preseason, I had Bill Belichick with the Patriots. I thought Cam was going to come in and, you know, Keep them floating right through the NFL. Hasn't turned out like that, as we've seen. But with my midseason pick, I'm going with Mike Tomlin with the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're sitting at undefeated right now. And they're the last team in the NFL that is undefeated. And there's big reasons because of their defense, which is Tomlin's specialty. Now, the thing is, the Dolphins are starting to make a little noise. If they find a way to continue to finish over 500, Brian Flores could come in and steal his award. But I'm going to go ahead and go with Mike Tomlin.
2: My preseason pick was Cliff Kingsbury in Arizona.
1: He's not doing bad. They
2: look pretty good out there. Playoff team right now. Playoff playoff team right now. Uh, The Steelers are undefeated, though. (laughs) <laughs> and Mike Tomlin was doing what Cliff Kingsbury is doing right now, coaching with a team that's trying to figure it out last year. Or what Brian Flores is doing the Miami coach when last year when Pittsburgh was one game out of the playoffs and, you know, Tomlin was getting coach of the year conversation then. So you got to give it to him now. I believe he's if he wins this week, he'll be the winningest black coach in NFL history He'll past Tony Dungy. Um, he already got it. He already has a Super Bowl ring. He's on the cusp of being able to to compete for another one this year. So it's
0: Mike Tomlin, man. A year after having his best coaching performance last year, he's following it up with another great performance. He had Duck Hodges last year as his quarterback. Duck Hodges, come on, man. I mean, listen, man. And a big reason for the success of the Steelers is his role to create just basically a culture that prioritizes team success over individual accolades and. With the agent Ben Rofflesberger finding great uh, finds at the wide receiver position. Like Claypool, you can't give it up, man, anymore. Mike Tomlin, one of my favorite coaches in the NFL. Obvious front runner for Coach of the Year. My preseason prediction was Cliff Kingsbury as well. MVP,
1: coach, you got preseason, I had Pat Mahomes, and midseason I have Russell Wilson. He was in a running last year for the first lead MVP of his career. And he's even having a better year this year than he did last year. His interceptions are up a little bit, but he's increased his completion percentage. And he's on pace to throw a lead record 59 touchdown passes. So you got to go with Russell Wilson from the Seattle Seahawks.
2: My preseason pick was Kyler Murray. And then you realize Russell Wilson hasn't won an MVP for all the greatness that he's had. It's Russell Wilson, man. see the pick is Russell Wilson. Give this man his MVP. He deserves it. Put it on the mantle next to the Super Bowl championship. Should this? Then he has a chance to win his second one to make up for that pass when they should have gave him the beast mode.
0: My preseason prediction was Russell Wilson with the Seahawks. My midseason prediction is Russell Wilson, the Seahawks. It's super ironic, man. He's never received a single MVP vote because he's been very, very underrated his entire life. This goes back to college, man. Just a great player. I think he's the best quarterback in the entire NFL. Pretty straightforward with it. And I think we got to give Russ Wilson his roses while we can still, you know, can, and why he can enjoy them. It's a crime. that He hasn't won MVP yet, but I get it. His teams have been very bad, y'all, especially at the offensive line position. So um, Russ man rooting for you. That was my preseason pick. So I got to figure with it. Let's move on to divisions starting things off with the dreaded NFC
1: East. The Eagles won last year. Who was your preseason and midseason prediction coach? My preseason pick was Dallas, but we've seen they have the injuries, not quite like my Niners, but they do have the injuries. And this is just a terrible division right now. This is my, could be a division that gets a team in the playoffs with a losing record. But, I think when it's all said and done and dust clears, the Eagles will come out of this division on top because there's no other competition, really.
2: Yeah, my preseason pick was Dallas. They had the most talent. Um, so, I'm, but my midseason pick, somebody's got to win this crap shoot. Uh, I'll give it to Philly. Philly's there. I mean, they're plugging and playing at this point, and hopefully, they can stay. Carson Wentz can stay upright.
0: Philly. Yeah, my preseason prediction was the Cowboys as well. My midseason prediction. Is the Eagles? They're the prettiest piece of garbage in the dumpster fire that is the NFC East. They'll win by default. Look competitive, if not great, this season. Oh man, let's move on. <laughs> NFC North. The Packers won last year. Coach, who you got?
1: Had Packers for the preseason, and I'm sticking with the Packers for the midseason. Chicago will give them a push, but at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers is going to take the Packers to what he always does, and. The quarterback situation in Chicago is going to be their downfall. As he gets closer to the season and getting those last division games, the quarterback situation will hurt them and the Packers will win this division.
2: My preseason pick was the Lions. Yeah, I I, I said it. I I felt it. I believed it. I was wrong. (laughs) Defense is scary, but they have a quarterback rotation of Nick Foles and Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, that's not winning anything. It's Aaron Rodgers and the
0: Packers. Ooh, my preseason prediction was the Packers. Uh, My midseason prediction is also the Packers. They've just been dynamic offensively. They would basically be in a situation where they're damn near undefeated if Davin Cook didn't have the game in his career. So I don't think the Packers are winning the Super Bowl this year because they don't have the help and the depth on offense and defense, but they're the best option here for sure. Moving right along to the NFC South. Jeff's division. The Saints won last year.
1: You got it, coach? My preseason prediction was the Saints, but my midseason season, prediction, I'm gonna go with the Bucks. Uh Tom Brady is starting to come. Tom Brady, he has weapons galore, and now you add Antonio Brown to go with that. I don't think the Saints will be the hold up. I think Drew Brees's lack of ability to throw the ball down the field like he used to is gonna come back to hurt them. Alvin Kamara will try to save him the best he can, but I think the Bucs will wind up just pulling this off with Tom Brady at the helm.
2: And my preseason pick was the Falcons. <laughs> Shoot, man. But to, to, to my defense, the Falcons have been competitive. They were competitive those first four games, and it could have went the other way. Bad pick, but bad pick. But it was a bad pick. So right now, with all the weapons with Godwin and Evans, Gronk, Fournette. Antonio Brown, it's gotta in that defense, it's gotta
0: be the Bucks, man. It's it's gotta be. My preseason prediction was the Saints. My midseason prediction would be the Bucks. They've been very good, man, since an opening week loss. They got thumped by the Packers, but here's the thing: if they can figure out a way to unlock and keep Antonio Brown mentally stable within this, hey, man, woo, (laughs) woo. Close the NFC out with the NFC West 49ers won last year. Who you got, coach?
1: I had my 49ers winning this division, but as we can see, that we got high school players out there playing for us because everybody's hurt. Uh, the Seahawks will win this division. Russell Wilson is playing out of his mind, MVP status, and he's going to lead them straight through this tough division with the Cardinals and the Rams, which we might be the only division that gets. Three teams in the playoffs this year. But I'm going to go with the Seahawks for midseason prediction.
2: Yeah, I deserve it, too. Three solid teams right there. Uh, preseason, I had the Seahawks. M- midseason is the Seahawks. This is the easy one, no brainer.
0: Yeah, uh, my preseason prediction was the Seahawks. My midseason prediction, I'll stick with the Seahawks. Just add a Dunlap on that D-line. You get Jamal Adams back soon. Offense was never a problem. The defense needed help. I think they're getting that back. With those acquisitions of Adams and Dunlap on that D line, um, move right along to the AFC East. The Patriots won last year. You got, it, Coach.
1: My preseason prediction was the Bills. My mid-season prediction is the Bills. I know Jeff doesn't like Josh Allen, but he's playing great, man. You got to give a boy his credit. He had a bad game last few games, you know, but you got to give him his credit. Tom Brady's our division. Patriots aren't who they are and the Bills will win this division.
2: Uh yeah, my preseason pick was the Patriots. Um and it was I was looking pretty good there for a second. Then COVID happened. So right now it's the Bills, man. I, I I'm not mad about it. I want us to win. I want us to win every game, and I hope my quarterback can just stop throwing deep routes to the fullback. This triple cover, and we're gonna be all right oh in the
1: playoffs. Yeah, gonna be
2: in a while,
1: man. You're not gonna give him <laughs> no credit, man. Come on, yeah, give him more some credit. Man.
2: He's having a very solid year. I do, I do believe he's coming back to earth a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Let's be real now, guys. He's coming back to earth a little bit, and you know, hopefully, we can you know we can keep we can find a way to run the ball a little bit more efficiently in the second half because it's got it's about to snow in Buffalo,
0: and yeah. <laughs> My pre yeah, global warming Al Gore's internet, you damn lie. Um, uh, it ain't snowing in Buffalo. My preseason prediction was the Bills, my midseason prediction will be the Bills. Here's the thing I'm worried though Buffalo hasn't won a game by more than 10 points, struggled twice to put away the Jets, got blown out by the Titans, and ultimately looks a lot worse than their six and two record. So they find a way to get that defense going, unlock Ed Oliver, sky's the limit, but I think they'll figure out a way to get past the dreaded Dolphins. (laughs) Move right along to the AFC North. The Ravens won last year. Who you got, Coach?
1: My preseason prediction was the Ravens. I thought Lamar Jackson was going to keep going with that train. But Pittsburgh has something to say about that. Like we've mentioned earlier, Ben Roethlisberger is playing like the old Ben Roethlisberger. He has them boys undefeated. And I don't think the Ravens will be able to make up that ground, even though it's not a lot. They're only two games behind. But I think Pittsburgh is still going to win that race because of that defense playing along with the offense.
2: Yeah, my preseason was the Ravens. Uh, right now, you got to go with the Steelers, man, their last undefeated team. But to kind of piggyback off what Coach said earlier, this is going to be the AFC version of you all's division. They're going to get three playoff teams out of this division right here with the Browns and the Ravens
0: and the Steelers. My preseason prediction was the Ravens, and I am sticking with my midseason prediction to go with the Ravens, man. The unbeaten Steelers, they're winning in an ugly and unsustainable fashion, man. Digging early double-digit deficits against Baltimore to nearly choking the 20-point lead to the Titans, it's questionable whether they can actually keep this up. With only one win by more than 10 points, I'm not confident that they do. Lamar Jackson, Ravens, you know, started four and two last season before ending the game on a 10-game winning streak. So I expect something similar this year. I'm sticking with the Ravens. Next up, AFC South. The Texans won last year. Who you got, Coach?
1: My preseason prediction were the Tennessee Titans, and my midseason prediction are the Tennessee Titans. Derrick Henry, like Jeff mentioned early, is just leading his team right down the road. They had to stumble against the struggling Bengals, but the division is just weak. The Texans are terrible. Jacksonville is terrible. You have Phillip Rivers with the Colts who can't throw the ball 40 yards. So there's no way that the Tigers will lose this division. They will roll right through again and win this division.
2: You know what, Coach? I Right before we started doing the show, I was like, this is a no-brainer for this division because my preseason pick was the Titans. But then I looked at the records. And then I looked at they haven't played the Colts yet. And the Colts defense is playing at a high level. And I think they may have figured out to just keep Phillip Rivers to a minimum and run the ball. I'm going Colts with this division. They may have figured it out.
0: I like it. I like the spiciness. My preseason prediction was the Titans. My midseason prediction will stay with the Titans. The Titans are struggling. But the Desmond King signing was huge. He has a points approved in the last year of a deal. They just didn't play him. And something happened there. We don't know, but we know you're only good. As you're, you're only funky as your last cut. So if you figure out a situation is to play, and they need them in the worst way. So uh, Derrick Henry's built for stretches of dominance, man. I think he gets better as the season goes along. Adore. They need Adore. They need some safety help. But I like the Titans to win this division. Yeah, that Terrible. Best, division.
2: Safe, that best safety in the league y'all were talking about.
0: I ain't been playing like it. You crazy as hell KB been balling Don't do that That's the only person They got They don't have any corners
2: They don't have any corners I do, defense, They
0: number one corner Ain't played all year Jeff That's true that, that, that,
2: that What are you going to do one, That defense had one Great game It was against Buffalo But after that <laughs> they, they look real
0: out. good Against y'all
2: for sure. They look very good
0: yeah. Inspired football Against yeah, us <laughs> Don't talk about KB Like that man His jersey on the way Oh lord <laughs> What color Blue Man, you better damn know it. You better damn believe it. AFC West moving a lot along. The Chiefs won last year. Who you got,
1: Coach? Chiefs preseason, Chiefs midseason. Like I mentioned earlier, they have quietly, which sounds crazy, flying under the radar. You would think Super Bowl champions being 7-1, you would hear a lot of talk about them, but they haven't gotten a lot of talk. And that's probably how they like it. Continue to fly under the radar. Everybody in this division is struggling. The Chargers, Denver, they're just struggling. So they're going to run away with this division, the Chiefs' midseason prediction.
2: Yeah, preseason was the Chiefs. Their one hiccup was the division loss, though, to the Raiders, just to put it all in perspective. But still, it's the Chiefs, class of the division.
0: Yeah, man, Chiefs just too much talent. Preseason, I had them. Midseason, I have them. Postseason, I have them. Next year, I'll have them. He's got too much talent around him. Top offense in the AFC. Top five defense in the entire AFC. Legitimate Super Bowl contender, man. Three-game lead in a division. No legitimate challenges to be found, man. Chiefs. Super Bowl prediction. Last year, 49 versus the Chiefs. Damn,
1: 49s. ers Who we got, Coach? It fall from grace. I said I'm going to go with the Chiefs and the Saints preseason, and half of that is going to stay the same with the Chiefs. But they will be playing against the MVP of the NFL, Russell Wilson, and the Seattle Seahawks. So we will have probably the two best quarterbacks in the league going up against each other. I like that,
2: Coach. My preseason pick was the Baltimore Ravens versus the Seattle Seahawks. And I'm sticking with that. Last year's MVP versus what's who's going to be this year's MVP, Seahawks-Ravens.
0: Jeff, we had the same preseason prediction, and we will have the same mid-season prediction. I'm sticking with it. Seahawks versus the Ravens. I just think the Ravens will get going, have them winning their division. I think it will ride that momentum right on to the Super Bowl against the Seahawks, which I have Russell Wilson win. Y'all going to pick y'all winners? I got the Ravens. My winners, I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Hey, man, it's football season. We almost missed out on midseason, but we figured it out. We got it for sure, man. Um, don't forget, man, continue to follow YouTube. We have everything there. It's an assortment of things. We have an announcement that you heard at the beginning of the show. You'll hear it again at the end of the show. Um, we appreciate everybody that is planning on getting in the giveaway. Don't forget. We will be back this week. Had a bunch of things going on. We'll be back on our live. Uh, messing with Wheezy and his lack of light. I don't have anybody. listening. Who we got to make fun of, man, before we get out of here? Nah, I'm joking, man. Shout out to Weez, man. We'll see you next week. Anything else before we get out of here, fellas?
1: Stay safe.
0: Shit.
2: Man, that little hookah ain't worth it.
1: You damn right, Jeff. You, you, you I tell say him it. again, Jeff. I said Tell it. him again. That
2: little hookah ain't worth it. You
1: Damn. tweet it right. every week. Y'all can't
0: put the hookah down.
2: Damn hookah down. Come I'm on, in the man. house
0: somewhere. Real book or something. Shit. Right. Do some push-ups stimulate Sometimes. your mind
1: stimulate your mind
0: that was funny two easy questions throughout the week at full sport Press. do don't forget to comment and give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the youtube page on the itunes page please rate and subscribe but more importantly don't forget to tell a friend
2: to tell a friend
0: to tell a friend jeff the
2: camera's <laughs> always on brother
0: coach lock get a drummer song yes sir the revolution will be podcasted we are out hey it's your guys from the full sport press podcast we have a full sport press hoodie giveaway to start our weekly fsp newsletter
1: all you have to do is sign up located in the link tree in the bio of the full sport press ig page the link will be live for the next two weeks
2: So just submit your email to the link tree that says newsletter sign up in the bio and you will be entered in to win a full sport press hoodie.
0: That's right, man. Just follow these simple directions for the next two weeks. And don't forget to tell a friend.
2: To tell a friend.
0: To tell a friend. That the revolution will be podcasting. Life moves pretty fast.